0: I'm because I, 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 been
1: waiting all night. It's game time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield Ward White.
2: Hey, good morning and welcome. Welcome to a Thursday edition of Game Time. Tom Barfield, Ward White, Garrett Ross, and you on a beautiful, beautiful Thursday morning. Uh, Ward, how are we? Outstanding. Do you, you have a big night? You, I mean, you know, I mean, did you? I mean, what was what was the night all about for Ward White? A, a <laughs> night uh, in the life of Ward White. There's a book in there, isn't there, Garrett? No, I mean, it's possible. There, it's got a,
3: a good storyline?
2: There's at least a a podcast or a a something on on ESPN Plus. You know, uh, w- one of those docu series, hmm. a night in the life of Ward Whites. A lot of dog walking. Starring Ward Mm White's And Coco.
4: Yeah, (laughs) that's it right there.
2: (laughs) So, did we do anything exciting last night? Um, Episode one. No. (laughs) Chapter one. Did not. (laughs) Nothing nothing that knocks your socks off? No, wouldn't knock anybody's socks off. I promise. Maybe we'll scratch episode one. Uh, Garrett, how are you this morning? I'm good. I'm good, man. Anybody watch basketball last night? Or 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 the Olympics. I mean, I'm wearing my thumb out flipping back and forth between the basketball and, and the Olympics, and well, that, that it gets stressful. See, I'm trying to. I may avoid, have to work out. I'm trying to avoid arthritis
3: in my thumb. Yeah. There, so I'm just sticking with the basketball. I'm. Mean, I, I was all dialed in on uh, Baylor at K State last night. uh you, you know it was it was a good game. I, I think Baylor really turned it on in the second half, but I, I was kind of nervous there for a minute in the first half. Yeah.
2: Well, I think in the second half, they played defense. Yeah. They turned it up. Tough. They turned it up a little bit. There it, it was a notch or two went up on the defensive side. Uh, I mean, Kansas State just flat could not get a good look in the second half. Where in the first half, you know, <laughs> they did, and they made some. Now, you know, uh, and we'll get into that. How about the Bears? You know, what are they? They lead the world in three point shooting, don't they? And, and last night. They said, you know what? We're going to get the ball down on the block. We're going to get it into the paint to Jonathan Chachwa and let him go to work. And what a night for that young man. 21 points. 21 points. It
3: was impressive. I thought that was really, to me, that was going to be a key for Baylor is dominating in the paint, getting those boards, because K-State does not have any real size on the inside. And the game really, as it unfolded, was Nigel Pack and
2: Smith Mark Smith versus Baylor, you know, and hang, hang on, hang on. The Baylor women just scored again. Oh, did they take Kansas State to the woodshed? Ninety-five to fifty. It was ugly. Holy moly! It, it wasn't it great to see Queen back playing well. She had a double double and a nice double double. So we'll, we'll get, we get a lot of that stuff. We're going to get into today. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. Ward, are you still on for the for the uh, Rams? I mean, you, you haven't changed your mind after all the information that's come across? No, have not changed You're my not mind. You're not buying my Joe Burrows, the greatest player in the world theory?
4: Um, Okay, you say so. I just, I, I think the Rams have more talent.
2: Yeah. I think the Rams do have more individual talent. I agree with you. They got more star power, but do they have the best football team? And sometimes it's different. Sometimes it is, but uh, that offensive line
4: against that defensive line of the Rams is going to be the difference. Bingo. In the game. Bingo. That's the key.
2: Do they get the ball out of his hands like in a split second so he doesn't? They, You're going to have to. They're going to try. Well, you know what? He's used to it. He, he's only hit the ground 51 times, he's been sacked 51 times. Yeah, but he hasn't had
3: guys like Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller coming at him just consistently back
2: to back. That's different. So you're telling me that there's not other great there are. rush, rush there ends there are, in, in the NFL? Duo, that duo?
3: There's not very many duos Yeah, not like
2: anything like that. Let's see what Mike Gray from the Humane Society has to say. Mike, who wins the darn game Sunday? I, I, I think the Rams. Okay, goodbye, uh, Mike. Have a great day.
5: It's much, it's <laughs> as much as I want the Bungles to win. Uh, you know, I don't know. It, it 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 it's gonna be tough, but you know, I don't think they beat Kansas City, but they did. So
2: okay. So are we at a point to where we quit calling them the bungles and things like that? This, I mean, no. <laughs> the cowgirls are not in the Super Bowl, are they? No, they're not. They are not. Okay. They're not. I'm just curious. Uh, I mean, I, I'm kind of buying into this Joe Burrow thing. I'm I'm kind of on his bandwagon. Yeah, I I can see that. I'm I'm. He's a likable enough kid, isn't he? I mean, he he yeah, just I mean, seemed he like is. a real. And I don't know him. I've never met him. Ward's never introduced me. Uh, (laughs) He's like that, you know. Uh, But, I mean, he just seems like he's just, you know, I hate to say it, and he just seems like an everyday Joe. I mean, he just seems like a good guy that happens to play football and play it at a very high level.
5: Yeah, somebody you just want to hang out with and, you know. Maybe go uh, adopt a dog or walk a dog or something like that with him. But yeah, he seems like a, a good dude uh, and very confident. You know, you gotta love that confidence. So, uh, it's
2: contagious. I, just, I just got a I just got a text on our C N C Collision Center text line, Mike. It's not helping me out either. Uh, Justin says, "I'll help you out, Tom. Bingo's for the W. Bet small though." <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like that. I like that approach. <laughs> uh,
2: he's throwing me a bone. Oh boy. Hey, what's going on at the Humane Society this morning?
5: Uh, you know, we are uh, uh running low on on dog food and cat food. So, um we are I think completely out of cat food right now. Uh and almost out of do- uh, dog food. So, uh looking for some donations of, of any type of uh, pet food that you could, that you could bring us um and then we're also running the special right now where um, we're doing $14 adoptions uh, from now until Valentine's day. So uh, if you're looking for a, a, a wonderful addition to your family, you can, you can do that for only $14. Wow.
2: That's, that's very inexpensive. And that means that they're ready to go out the door, right? Shots and everything.
5: <clears throat> yes, sir. Ready to rock and roll uh, and get on out and, and, and go into a loving home. And we got, we got a lot of them. So, uh, you know, a big variety to choose from so there's pretty much a dog for everybody out there right now
2: just out of curiosity mike do you i know you guys take in uh, a lot of dogs do you do you take in a lot of puppies uh
5: puppies we get you know it, it hit or miss So, but you know past couple of weeks it seems like we've been getting a lot of uh younger puppies like uh underage puppies that aren't really adoptable yet and so uh you know, when we get those in, we we really rely on our fosters to, to help us with those. Um, so, I said the past couple of weeks we have probably got probably 20, 30 little small puppies in. Uh, wow. and When we well, yeah, and when we get those in, we know you know they'll be on our Facebook page as soon as they come in, and and so you know if you're an experienced foster with with small puppies, uh, you know, come in and grab them.
2: Why would they time not time be up. adoptable? By the way.
5: <clears throat> so when they're at a certain age, they have to go uh-huh. their mom. And so they're not adoptable until they're after I think three months old, and so uh a lot of times, if you get a dog that's been taken away from their mom before before that age, right uh, when they get older, those dogs will have behavioral problems because the mom wasn't there to kind of teach them right and wrong uh and so they'll be just kind of you know they won't know like when to stop doing things, so they can be a little bit of a headache for you so uh <laughs> My dog Coda Bear scratches at the door to get out, um, but so we like to keep the dogs uh, with their mom for at least three weeks, and that also gives them enough time to get all the the, the mom food and, and stuff from them, so we can make them nice and healthy.
2: All right, uh, Mike, what else is going on at the uh, Humane Society?
5: Um, we are, you know, looking for volunteers to come in. We do volunteer or, orientation uh, every Saturday from nine to ten, and so uh we'd love to have some volunteers sign up and and come out and go through orientation and and start helping us walk some dogs and have a good old time up there
3: what are the age limits on the volunteers you're looking for there are you looking for teenagers (laughs) you looking for adults what what are the uh, qualifications there
5: so uh typical age is going to be uh ages 18 and up um we do uh host you know like Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, if they want to come up there and help out with things. We do have events that they they can do that doesn't necessarily work, involve like working with dogs that they're able to do. So if you have a, a church group or or whatever like that that wants to come up and, and help out, um just reach out to us, give us a call, two five four seven five four fourteen fifty-four. Uh and we could definitely uh use your help. But typically if it's gonna be hands-on with dogs and whatnot, you have to be uh, eighteen.
2: All right, Mike, uh, if if someone needs some information about the Humane Society, give me a phone number, give me some hours, give me the uh, particulars here.
5: Yes, sir. So we are uh, open from uh, 11 to 6, Monday through Friday, uh, 10 to 5, uh, Saturday. And our phone number is 254-754-1454.
2: Mike, as always, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. That's Mike Gray from the uh, Humane Society. And they're always... You know, uh, and that's why we have him here. Uh, we want to remind everybody that, that they need help. Uh, there's a lot of times, or that that they're over. I mean, I hate to say it like this, but it's true. They're overflowing with animals, and they need help in, in a lot of mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Whether it's it's helping to take care of the animals, or uh, just feeding the animals, or adopting the animals. So, yeah, or fostering. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. All right, 7-10, uh, we're 10 minutes after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Don't forget, you know what's around the corner is Valentine's Day. Don't forget uh, uh, about Valentine's Day. John Morris, back from the Little Apple in Manhattan, Kansas, is going to be broadcasting live this afternoon. He's going to be over at Morrison's Gifts. So uh, Mark and and everybody over there, uh, we're looking forward to being over there at 3 o'clock this afternoon, the John Morris Show. Originating live from Morrison's Gifts, he'll have all kinds of great deals and specials for you. That'll be coming up uh, today at uh, 3 o'clock. And then don't forget, tomorrow afternoon, our very own Matt Mosley is going to be over at the uh, Extra Cool Event Center. It's the, uh, it's the big sell of champions for the McLennan County uh, McLennan County Junior Livestock Show. Uh, and that's uh, that'll be going on starting at four o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Matt Mosley broadcasting live from that event. You can come out and and you know what? You could buy an animal. You could buy a rabbit. You could buy a swine. You could buy a, a broiler, a goat, a turkey. You could do all that. And, and that's coming up tomorrow evening at uh, at the Co. Event Center. I believe the sale starts about six thirty. Uh, should be a lot of fun, you know. Last year they gave over thirty thousand dollars in scholarship dollars away. So, uh, in fact, we're going to talk with Kathy coming up around seven thirty this morning about the event. So we'll do that. So we got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we're going to get to it all here this morning on the on game time, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll check the weather forecast, tell you what to wear to work or to school this morning. Then we're right back to dive into the sports, and we do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas.
6: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Another mild day in store here in Central Texas. More of a southerly wind and high pressure on top of us, and that means highs today climbing to 73 degrees with lots of sunshine. Clear skies tonight. We drop to 38 and mostly sunny tomorrow with highs topping out at 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
7: Scott Brew and the Bears all season long on ESPN Central Texas.
6: The
8: Bears back home in the Farrell Center Saturday for a top 20 matchup with the Texas Longhorns. 1030 a.m. for the countdown to tip off. 11 a.m. tip off Saturday.
7: Follow the defending Big 12 and national champion Bears the entire season with Pat and John. Right here on ESPN Central Texas.
9: This is your 54th District Judge, Susan Kelly. Appointed to the court by Governor Greg Abbott, I've worked hard to manage and move the docket, even during COVID. Board certified in criminal law by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and past president of the Waco Bar Association, you can be sure I apply the rule of law and deliver justice for all. Early voting starts February 14th, so be my valentine and vote for justice. Keep Judge Kelly. Political
10: ad paid for by Susan Kelly from Clinton County Judge Campaign. At ASCO,
3: we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job.
7: At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is,
10: The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas Legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act.
11: Searching for popular jewelry at affordable prices? Do yourself a favor and check out Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of men's and women's gold, silver, and stainless steel jewelry, including rings, necklaces, chains, bracelets, and earrings, plus jewelry for the Western crowd and biker enthusiasts. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco.
1: Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. Three, two, one.
2: All right, welcome back in. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. We're in the Alan Samuel Studios on this Thursday morning, and we're brought to you in part by our good friends at Pro Star Rental, also Versalift Southwest, and Goodfeet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Uh, 17 minutes after 7 o'clock. We're, uh, let's talk some uh, Big 12 basketball. And, and I guess we all we all saw Oklahoma – Taking Texas Tech to the woodshed last night, right? I mean, everybody had had Oklahoma winning seventy to fifty five. Yeah, no, sir. <laughs> I mean, what is going on in this league? I mean, is this not? I mean, the competitive, the competitiveness, I guess, of this league is really, really. I mean, every time you, you, you like, we started what we started talking about it yesterday. Is there? Are we starting to see the separation? Kansas, Baylor, Texas Tech. Uh, TCU. Uh, are we? You know, there's four or five teams that kind of separated away from the other four or five teams. Uh, are, are we? And and you know, and we all agree. Yeah, there's there, we're starting to see some separation. And, and then you look up, and last night Oklahoma beats Texas Tech. So, uh, craziness, craziness. Uh, we, we started talking a little bit this morning about Baylor and in Kansas. And guys, how about the night of Jonathan Chachua? 21 points career high for for Chachua. That's that's a big time game and you know when guys are not available LJ Cryer I think was his fourth uh consecutive game, sixth overall that he's missed because of that foot injury. And I don't know when he's coming back. You know, and, and I don't know that anybody else knows when he's coming back, but I know this, you've got to replace 14 or 15 points tonight in in and, and Jonathan Chalma Chachua was part of that replacement last night with with 21. He had a really solid game. I mean, he he
3: took over in the paint inside. I thought in the first half, him and Flo were kind of playing soft. I mean, I, especially in the stretch, they let Mark Smith get rolling, where he had the 15 first points in the first half. He was just driving to the paint. He looked like a guy playing at the YMCA, just out there balling on Baylor in the middle. And then they were able to make. You saw Flo start to get a little frustrated and go in and get uh, them go. And then. JTT just took over in the second half. He, he exerted his dominance. He even had a three you know, there at the end, so I was really impressed with the play of him
2: last night. Yeah, he did have a three, <laughs> and he's been working on that. Uh, Akinjo with 15 points at the point, and Ward, they play defense particularly in the second half. And that's the M.O. of this team, right? I mean, when this team's
4: going, it's the defense that, that really gets everything going for them, and that defense turns into transition points, and they were able to do that in the second half, and – and when this team is able to play good defense and shut people down and get their transition game going, they're tough to beat. They're very tough to beat. Kansas
2: State shot 44% in the first half. They shot 33% in the second half. There's your difference. And, and then because of that, as you point out, it was a lot of one and duns, and Baylor was able to get 17 uh Second chance points and in thirteen fast break points, uh, Baylor was able to get some second chance opportunities, but they got thirteen fast break points, and 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 some of that was off of those misses. But that's, that's the transition game that they yeah. that they thrive on. When they get that
4: going, they're they're tough to slow down.
2: And, and you saw this, Garrett, watching the game when they built the lead. There was times where they probably could have moved the ball in transition, but they elected to throw the brakes on, slow it down, and, 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 and take some clock and eat some clock when you're on the road like that.
3: Yeah, I mean, they did a really good job of that. And when you look at – I think that's kind of – when you look at their offense and you look at the scoring and how balanced it was, it showed that. They, they just they slowed it down. They got the ball in rhythm, and uh, they were able to swing it and find open shots. I think they did an excellent job on Nigel Pack uh, throughout the first half. But in the second half, he kind of took over for K-State. and That was the, the, the concern for me coming in. It's like how you're gonna guard him, but it's it was essentially one on five in the second half for K-State. Yeah. And Baylor was just too deep. Because Mark
2: Smith kind of disappeared in the second half. Oh, yeah. Uh but those two combined for forty-eight. Forty-eight of Kansas State sixty points belonged to two guys. Nigel Pack had thirty-one. And you're right, he he really had a big second half, but he was making some shots that you would say in most cases, are pretty low percentage shots. I mean, he, I mean, he's making a three on a fadeaway with a guy standing vertical in front of him. You're like, there's no way that's even getting to the rim, and he's knocking it down. I mean, he just had one of those nights. And you know what? Let him get his. Just do what you did. You took everybody else out of the basketball game. And I'm telling you, they forced the extra pass, then they would force another extra pass. Kansas State did not get clean looks at the bucket. In the second half, it, it, they just didn't, and and therefore Baylor was able to take a tight game at halftime, and, and what at one point stretched it out to fifteen. Then I think it got back to six or eight, and then they stretched it back out to twelve or fifteen, and mm-hmm. end up winning the basketball game seventy-five to sixty. After the game, Scott Drew was uh was was talking about uh, was talking about the game and talked about their second half defense, and uh, he was able to. Uh, he was able to, to to talk a little bit about their defense. Uh,
8: the consistent thing, Neil, with all those guys, they love football. They're extremely intelligent. I didn't put it in. Okay, never mind. Blow that off.
2: Oops, sorry about that. We made we made a mistake. Uh, w- w- I tell you what, let's do. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back, and we'll get to all we'll get to that in just a second here on ESPN Central Texas.
7: Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. Live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
8: Join us this Thursday live from Rudy's and hear from men's tennis coach Michael Woodson and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia
7: Mulkey. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday live from Rudy's and right here on your home for Baylor athletics, ESPN Central Texas.
4: Halmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team with current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales. Offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, and advanced opportunities. Apply now at howmetcom slash Careers. Howmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today.
11: And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing.
12: You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Goodfeet Store.
11: The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life.
13: Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Goodfeet Store.
4: Goodfeet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy this year's McLennan county junior
13: livestock show and youth fair is february 8th through the 11th at the extra co-event center with more than 500
2: local 4-h and ffa students exhibiting their livestock come join us and help raise funds for the scholarships and education programs and on friday night holton their family of businesses proudly presents
14: the sale of champions with the top placing animals and projects up for sale at the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair, February 8th through the 11th at the Extra Co-Event Center. For more information, like them on Facebook or call 254-722-2597. Slovacek
15: Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom vos that means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
14: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Baylor men won on the road at Kansas State 75-60. The Baylor women beat Kansas State at the Farrell Center 95-50. The MCC High Lassies built a 15-point lead in the first quarter and held on for a 70-60 win over Weatherford. The Highlanders beat Weatherford 74-57. The UConn women lost to Villanova 72-69 to stop a winning streak of 145 consecutive conference games. Reports indicate that baseball spring training will not start on time. Baseball owners will present their most recent counterproposal to the Players Union at the next negotiation session scheduled for Saturday.
1: SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
2: All right, 726, as we continue talking Baylor basketball. The Bears win it uh, last night in Manhattan on the road, and and uh, they get it done. And Scott Drew talked about their second-half defense.
12: We held them to 39%, which means you get a lot of stops, you get in transition, and then our second-chance points, um, we flipped them from what, what they were last last game at Kansas. And I think our transition defense was a lot better today. You guys did a great job working on that. <laughs>
2: And Scott Drew talking about uh, the the uh, the defensive effort last night? And again, uh, it was uh, it was a tight game at halftime, and then Baylor was able to pull away and, and get the win. And now the uh, the Bears with their twentieth win of the season, and uh, more importantly, uh, they are eight and three in the Big Twelve, just a half game out of first place behind the Kansas Jayhawks. Next action for the Bears comes up Saturday. It's a uh, it's brunch at the Farrell Center. It's an 11 o'clock tip with a 10-30 pregame right here on ESPN Central Texas. But uh, Baylor has now reached the 20-win mark, guys, for the 13th time in the last 15 years. And you, you stop and think about it. Uh, prior to that, Baylor had only had uh, two 20-win seasons in program history. It's so, the standard. <laughs>
3: it's the standard now. I mean, that, that goes to the culture that – Coach Drew has, you know, created and the expectations and if you want to be a winning program, you want to make yourself a blue bud, then that's the kind of blueprint you have
2: to have. Forty eight and six Ward over the last two seasons, uh, that's the nation's best record by a power five team. I mean the consistency of the program.
4: That's that's the key word right there. Consistency, being able to have that night in and night out. And, you know, if you look at this basketball team, that's that's their that's their moniker is, look, let's go out and be consistent and let the chips fall where they may. And you talk about six losses. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Over two seasons. Okay. A lot of those are due to injury this year. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. So, I mean, think about that for just a second.
2: Again, we, we, we talked about it yesterday. When this team was 100%, they were 15-0. And beating good, it wasn't fifteen and zero against Sisters of the Poor. It was fifteen and no. zero against really good basketball teams. Absolutely, and, best and, in the country. Yeah, and again, uh, you know, you got to figure out a way. For, and L.J. cryer has got to figure out a way to get on the floor because that's fourteen or fifteen points a night uh, from your leading score. Yeah, but I mean, you're also looking at Matthew Myers
3: continually to be non-existent. Like this guy has got to step up and fill the void of some of that scoring that you're losing from Cryer. I mean, last night, when you airball a three, he complete, you know what that reminded me of? When Villanova came to Waco and Colin Gillespie airballed early on and Baylor had a crowd that game and they let him hear it the entire game. Every time he touched the ball, airball, airball. That was exactly the same thing that happened to Matthew Meyer last night and it just got in his head and completely eliminated him from the game. He was
2: over 5 from the field last night and uh, you'd like to see... You know, ten to twelve from from Matthew, but again, the Bears at the end of the day get the win, and I think that's the bottom line. And again, uh, here we go. So now you have Kansas at eight and two, the Bears at eight and three, Tech after the loss at seven and four, Texas at seven and four, TCU at five and four. So there is that separation. But you know, as you guys talked about, at the bottom was Oklahoma at three and seven before last night, and they got the win. I, this. If you're not ready to go, you're going to get embarrassed or or beat in this league. Anybody in this league can beat you. In mm-hmm. in so you you better you better be ready to go each and every night. All right, 7:30 uh, here on a um on a uh a Thursday. So again, the Bears will now uh play Saturday against Texas and and that will be coming your way uh Right here on ESPN Central Texas, ten thirty for the pregame and eleven o'clock for the tip, and uh, we'll have it for you right here on ESPN Central Texas. And you know, uh, you're, 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 it is weird how this schedule has fallen. But you're, you're just now playing the Texas Longhorns. I mean, you, you've got a couple of, couple of uh, ball games with Texas, but you, you haven't played Texas yet, and you're, you're playing your what twelfth conference game of the season. It's interesting how the scheduling has has uh, has taken place.
3: I don't like that, and I I figured there'd be some sort of way to spread that out. I I just don't like how you're halfway through your conference schedule and you haven't seen at least seen every team at least once. You know, for me, a true round robin, yeah, a true round robin. I think that's the thing that really bugs me with this because Texas is good. Texas is going to give Baylor fits, um, but I would have liked to have the Bears. I've already seen them at least once by this point in the year.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, 731, coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're, we're going to talk about the Baylor women and, and what they did last night. Ward, that was crazy how they just absolutely took Kansas State out behind the barn.
4: Well, you know, there's a little bit of revenge in, in, in their minds getting on the floor uh, and, and being able to make up for a loss earlier in the season. Uh, to a team that they felt like they shouldn't lose to. And so, you know, sometimes everything comes into place when you do that. And, look, the offense was clicking. They got everybody involved in the offense last night, and and they were able to, you know, basically shut Kansas State down for the most part. And, you know, when when you're able to play defense like that, limit a team to 50 points in a game and and you're out running – it's it's hard to slow somebody down like that.
2: Eleven of nineteen from yeah. from the three point line. Eleven of nineteen from the three point line. All right, uh, as we mentioned all week, and uh, and it continues today, and then the the, the big finale tomorrow evening. It's the mcclellan County Junior Livestock Show going on over at the Extraco, and we welcome Kathy into the program. Hi, Kathy. How are you this morning?
16: Good morning, Tom. It's great. We're doing awesome today.
2: Let's talk about it. How has the show been so far? And then kind of tell us a little bit about what's going on today.
16: Hey, we've had an awesome week. We've named lots of champions. Um, You know, we're in this motto that um, we're not just raising animals. We're raising kids. And when when you're out here and you see these kids, um, you know why the volunteers put the effort into what we're doing. Um, Today, we're going to kick off this morning with our poultry show we're going to show some chickens and turkeys um at noon today we're going to show um we have 288 swine that are going to be showing and then our um youth fair will take place this afternoon that might be something you need to get in on and um get on our judges list to come taste these uh, delicious goodies all these kids are making
2: sign me up i'm i'm in <laughs> i'm in kathy has uh, has has covid affected your participation the last year or so?
16: You know, um it really hasn't. You know, these, these kids um these these kids are working in a barn. It it's something they can they can get out and go do. Um our numbers it really hadn't varied. Uh, a lot of our uh, entries are up this year, so it it really hadn't we we're seeing some some new names and new faces in the in the show barn. But um, that's the thing we talked about today and is that it's so nice to see crowds here this year. We're seeing smiling faces because we don't have the mask on. And um, it, it, COVID is COVID's not going to uh, our, – our buyers are showing up and our kids are showing up and working hard. And, and it really hadn't affected us.
2: What is the ultimate – goal of the the mcclennan county junior livestock show what what is what what is the purpose i know it's been around since 1980 but what what's what's the ultimate goal for these for these youngsters
16: well you know for many of them um they they get into this because it's a hobby um you know our our kids are all around um because we're from small schools and and so you know they're not just showing animals they're on the basketball team they're on state football championship teams But you know, it gives them an avenue um, for earning scholarship money. It gives them an avenue for putting money away for college educations. Um, You know, when they work at it hard enough, they they can put money in the bank and they can use that to fund future projects. They, you know, there's many of them that build a pretty good savings account for college education. So we just want to provide a quality show for them um, and and learning. Quality counts, and learning what what it takes to the dedication and um, what it takes to to grow a good animal and and bring it forward and and bring it to the show.
3: Kathy, if there were any kids out there who are kind of on the fence that are considering getting involved but not sure, what advice would you tell them as far as why they should get involved with this?
16: Well, there's just there's so much that this um, provides for it. it it's um, the, the fellowship of of working with the other kids who are involved in the show, um, the financial aspect of it, of of learning bookkeeping and and learning what it takes to to feed animal and you know just educating themselves, um, you know how to how to if we didn't walk away today as a winner, what do I have to do to get better to come back next year?
2: Busy with Kathy Wood uh, on uh, about the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show. Now uh, it all kind of. Comes to a, a big end tomorrow evening. Talk about tomorrow evening and and, and what's going to go on and how the, the community can participate and get involved.
16: Well, um, the public is invited. Um, we, we like when you come and you have a pocketbook full of money. Um, we're going to start kick it off tomorrow night at 5 o'clock with our buyer's dinner. Our partners group of McLennan County will be um, cooking for us. We're going to kick off our sale at 630 um, if they are businesses that are looking to get involved, they can email at Show at gmail dot com. And, and you know, it doesn't take it doesn't take um, we take add-ons to these kids.
2: What what does that, that mean? They,
16: an add-on. So when they go through the sale ring, um, you know, they buy an animal for whatever price. The add-on is additional money that allows people. Grandparents, doctors, insurance agencies, um, banks. Um, you know, I, I see a kid that you know I know from my community, and I can do an what I call an add-on, and it may be twenty-five dollars, it may be a hundred dollars, but it it applies to their project on top of what they're getting through the cell ring. And so many of these kids, if, if you know, they go out and hustle and work and um, contact, there are many contacts they can. They can double what they can bring
2: through the sh- through the cell ring. Kathy, we uh, we appreciate your time today, as always. And uh, man, uh, look forward to tomorrow night. We're going to be out there broadcasting live at at around four o'clock tomorrow afternoon. And, uh, and 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 man, it should be a lot of fun. And we hope that uh, it, w- you guys give give out scholarships. And I know that what last year you did over thirty thousand dollars in scholarship dollars for for kiddos yes. in our in
16: our yes, community. Sir. Yes, sir. We um, we have worked, were fortunate with a, a family, Raymond and Rosie Canopic, and um, they were longtime supporters of our show. And um, when we lost them, they made sure um, that the kids were going to keep receiving scholarships at the County Junior Livestock Show. We also have several other donors um, that help provide those. But again, on Friday night, we'll award over $30,000 to to our local seniors to um go put that good money to use and get in an education.
2: Well, we, uh, we are so proud to be a small part of this, uh, this year and look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow night out at the, uh, out of the extra co.
16: Well, we certainly appreciate your support and we look forward to having you tomorrow.
2: Thanks, Kathy. Appreciate your time All today. Right. That no, is I'm Kathy good. Wood from the uh, McClellan County junior livestock show Ward, you, you, you've been involved in this for a long time. It's such a, it's a great, event because it's not just a couple of days it's not just the week this is the this is the finish line but they've been working with these animals for weeks and for months and
4: years. And, and yeah i mean some of them start you know as soon as the sale's over they start on the new animal for the next year and and so you know it it's a lot of times it's a year-long uh, accumulation of being able to feed that animal and go out and break the ice for that animal and 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 Feed them in the snow. You know, we forget about you know we worry about us trying to get to work. Well, these young kids are are trying to take care of these animals in in the snow and ice and breaking ice for their water and and really taking care of the animals. They do everything uh, and then learning how to groom them, learning how to balance their diet and and so this is you're right. This is the reward that they get for that year long journey that they've been on with that animal, whatever it may be. And you know, some of them are large. You know, animals that you think of, and some of them are, are small animals. You mm-hmm. mentioned the chickens and turkeys, rabbits. the rabbits, mm-hmm. you know, those type of things. Mm-hmm. But they still have to be cared for on a daily basis. And, you know, it takes a lot of money for these kids to be able to do it. And it takes a lot of discipline for them to be able to do
2: Bingo. it. Bingo. The, the one thing that you're going to walk away from, you're going to see kids that have had a, that, you know, that have dedication, commitment, and, and and they've learned responsibility because they are ultimately responsible for that animal mom and dad are going to say you know what we're going to provide the opportunity for you but ultimately you're going to take care of this and this is going to be your responsibility and and, you know those are things that that they will take with them the rest of their life absolutely they will. so this is a great event it's going to be tomorrow night out at the extra event center and we'll be there along with our sister station shooter uh fm We'll, we'll be there and it's uh should be a lot of fun look forward to it and and you know uh Hope that these kids are, uh, are very much rewarded. And, again, I was talking with somebody yesterday, uh, happened to be at our house, whose kids are involved. And they said that, you know, the money that they'll get tomorrow night will go into an account, as you pointed out, for them to invest right back into next year. So it's not like, hey, we're going to go buy a new pair of tennis shoes. It's we're going to commit right back to doing this again. So, uh, good stuff. You can make it. It's the uh, Extracore Event Center, and I think what'd she say? The dinner started around five, five thirty, something that like that's that. Right. Yeah, a- and then uh, all the fun uh, of the uh, of, of the sale will be at six thirty in. Uh, You'll be surprised how many of our businessmen and business women of this community will be there, and they will have their checkbook out. It's kind of cool to watch. All right, uh, seven forty-two. Let's continue talking about the Baylor women. It, it, I, wanted, I i watched it. You know, I was going back and forth between the men and the women last night on ESPN Plus. Uh, it, it might there's a million and one takeaways from from a ninety-five to fifty victory, but for me, it, it was watching Queen Egbo. Uh, and what she was able to do. Guys, she had 19 and 16. 19 and 16. And she has struggled, I, I think, as much mentally the last week or two as she has physically. But, man, 19 and 16 is a big, big night, and good for her. It really is. That, that was vintage
3: queen. You know, that that's what we expected to see night in and night out this season. And, you know, obviously she's had some struggles, but when she gets rolling This team is as good as anybody in the nation, like hands down, not even close.
2: And for Egbo, that was her 27th career double-double. So, yeah, you're right. So that was the queen, I think, that we're we're accustomed to seeing. So good stuff. After the game, uh, Nikki Collin talking with Derek and Sophia about the performance.
17: When, When all is said and done, as we continue to get better, we shouldn't be a team that you can play zone against. You know, we shouldn't be because we start three players that are capable of going crazy from three to me. You know, and and because of that, even, you know, Jamie wasn't hitting today, but she was really solid in her assists. She got steals, you know, and and obviously Sarah and Jordan, you know, were knocking down threes. And, you know, it kind of started with we didn't get the ball to the high post against them the last time. We got the ball early to the high post. Liz hit a couple shots. Kate hit a couple shots. Um, you know, you just put pressure on the D by, by getting the ball to the middle against them. We activated a lot more off the bounce when we were up there. I, you know, I don't know if it was COVID. I don't know. But we just didn't attack gaps. And we attacked gaps. We moved it. We made the extra. We made the skip pass. You know, we made the simple plays to give ourselves a chance to the point where they finally just said, okay, we'll play a man, which is always fun for me because then it opens up the playbook a lot more when teams go man.
2: They made the simple play. They, they took the extra pass. I mean, it was just Ward sounded like she was pleased that they, they, they executed the game plan.
4: Ball movement, and, and that's what she's talking about. They were able to spread it around and, and get everybody involved. And, and being able to shoot a high percentage with everybody involved, well, nothing but good things are going to happen, and you saw that last night.
2: All right, so the Baylor women win it, and uh, uh, they win it in impressive fashion. And we'll talk about it. Uh, the play-by-play voice of the Baylor women, Derek Smith, will join us at the uh, the top of the hour to talk about the the victory uh, over over Kansas State and talk about Saturday afternoon's game in the Feral Center coming up as well. So we got we got a double dip in the Feral Center on Saturday. We'll have the men early and the women uh, later in the afternoon. So uh, if you're looking for something fun to do on a Saturday and there's basketball in the Feral Center coming up, so we'll uh, we'll talk about it with with Derek at the top of the hour. It's a seven forty-five. We're fifteen away from eight o'clock, and let's talk a little bit about our friends over at the Brokerage House. You could sell your home in five days. That's right. The Brokerage House guarantees that they'll sell your home in five days or less, or they're going to buy it for you uh, from you for a price that you guys agree upon prior to listing your home. So it's a guaranteed deal. We, we're we're going to sell our house. We get with the brokerage house, we, uh, we, we we come up with a price, and if they don't sell it in five days, then they're going to buy it. And I promise you, uh, they're going to sell it in five days because... That's what they do. The Brokerage House is your connection to buyers from around Central Texas, but not only here. What if you got somebody moving in from from Bangor, Maine, into the uh, Waco area? we got it happening every day in our community now, or internationally. So they're going to connect you with those buyers as well. Uh, The Brokerage House and uh, Aaron Ryan uh, will have a uh, proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value as well as multiple offers for your home. If you'd like to know more about it, it's easy. Just go online, and here's the uh, here's the the address. It's the number five five days to sold That's five days to Or you can call Aaron Ryan and his group at 817-812-2978
1: recently on the John Moore Show. Grant Fraschilla, our guest, ESPN
8: color analyst, best in the country at uh, doing that for college basketball, and we appreciate
13: every opportunity he has to come through Waco. It's all cyclical. Everything in college
14: basketball, the power conference level, is cyclical, except that over the last eight or nine years, it's been clear that the Big 12, analytically, is either one or
1: two. John Moore's, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
3: Com.
9: My house has a new glow, I love my windows, Universal
4: Windows Direct. Cold weather is here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for 8 consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews.
9: I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal
18: Windows Direct. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know we felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out
3: more.
2: Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of
3: Broadcasters
1: and this station. ESPN Radio Sports Center.
14: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Baylor men won on the road at Kansas State 75-60. The Baylor women beat Kansas State at the Farrell Center 95-50. The MCC High Lassies built a 15-point lead in the first quarter and held on for a 70-60 win over Weatherford. The Highlanders beat Weatherford 74-57. The Yukon women lost to Villanova 72-69 to stop a winning streak of 145 consecutive conference games. Reports indicate that baseball spring training will not start on time. Baseball owners will present their most recent counterproposal to the Players Union at the next negotiation session scheduled for Saturday.
1: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs>
2: All right, seven fifty ten 10 away from 8. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Gary. Hey, did you guys know that the Super Bowl Sunday? Did you know that? Had an idea, yeah. Did you really? Mm-hmm. I, I saw a tweet last night, and the guy was mad because he says, you know, you're ruining my Super Bowl because you're showing some of the Super Bowl commercials early. They're uh, Gary was saying, you know. Oh, we're they're gonna, leaked out? They're, they're leaking some mm. of them out uh and he goes, will, will you mind just not doing that so, I, so you don't ruin my Super Bowl experience? I'm glad I hadn't seen that yet. I've noticed they've done that the past couple of years. They'll leak like one or
3: two, like the week of. Oh, so they're not doing all no, of them. No no no, 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 no,
2: no. no, But every once in a while he said he's watching television and, and, and he looks up and he knows that that's uh, – Something uh, new. And it's going that's one that he knows will appear pretty, evident, you know, pretty obvious mm-hmm. that that's going to be one that you'll see in the Super Bowl. So, uh, he said, you're ruining his Super Bowl experience. Uh, What about halftime? You jazzed up about halftime, Ward. No. You jazzed up about halftime, Garrett. Absolutely. Garrett, give me the lineup for halftime.
3: You're going to have Snoop. You're going to have Kendrick Lamar, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige. It's going to be a West Coast classic. I didn't hear George Strait. I I didn't hear Garth Brooks. I don't need that. It's going down. (laughs)
4: Oh taking boy! Taking Coco for a walk at that time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what if what if Snoop has a uh, a uh, wardrobe malfunction?
3: <laughs> hey, it'll work.
2: And again, I'll be taking Coco for a walk.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, are you really? Absolutely. That's a yeah.
2: That's that's a happening lineup for me. It is. I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh boy. I was like, okay, where's, you know, Carrie Underwood or, you know, Miranda Lambert or one of them? I liked
3: it when they had the classic rock guys. I didn't because it was past their time. Like, some of the songs were good, (laughs) but it's just. But it wasn't a show. Like, I. I, You tell him Prince wasn't a show? Prince was. That's different. Okay. Prince is different. Michael Jackson wasn't a show? You got to think, I was. When was Michael Jackson? What Super Bowl was that?
4: I don't remember. It was a good show, though. I was probably little. Yeah, yeah, probably you probably
3: were. were. We we got we got, to, we got to balance this here. Five years ago, you were probably little.
4: <laughs> Garrett was never little. Let's oh, just yeah, get it right. That's a good
3: point.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That a good point. younger, younger. There we go. There we go. <laughs> All right. Who? And I asked you this question because ESPN is, is is breaking down the top football players in the game, and what it's a fifty-three man roster, right? So there's hundred and six guys going to be on the football field. Who's the best player on the football field Sunday afternoon? Aaron Donald. Yeah, hands down. All right. I'll 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 roll with it. Of course, you know who I'm going to say. Joey B. Well, of course. I would love to say I'm Joey on his B. Ba- man, I'm, I'm telling you. He's got a bro romance going and on. I do. Look, I don't. He know. does. There's something about he, he, that he, kid. He might steal my shirt if I wear it up here again. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I was looking at that the other day, and I was like, get a baseball bat. Uh, no. Uh, all right, so. Speaking of Joe Burrow, he happens to uh, talk a little bit about trying to get off to a fast start.
5: Yeah, well, we'd like to start out fast, you know, when they have a really good pass rush. So when they know their team's dropping back and and throwing the ball, you know, they can kind of tee off. So we want to get out to a strong start. But, you know, whatever the game calls for us, for 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 us to win, we're going to go out and do. If we get behind early, you know, we're not going to panic. So, you know, maybe a a comeback is going to be necessary. But, you know, we'd like to jump out early and kind of control the game.
2: So he mentioned that he thinks they have an okay pass rush. <laughs> and he, he'd like to get off to a fast start. Okay, is that not – well, anyway. <laughs> I, I, you know, he's probably sick and tired of answering questions. You know, and, and somebody said, hey, how about – you think you guys would like to get off to a fast start? Well, you know, first of all, it's a dumb question. And so he responded with, yeah, I think we want to get off to a fast start. They got a pretty decent pass rush. You think – that's gonna be the
3: key, man. I, I'm really nervous. All it, to me, the Rams are gonna come out blitzing. They're gonna try to. They're gonna test that old line and try to knock Burrow or make him so uncomfortable from the jump.
4: And yeah, it, that that's got to be the game plan. To.
3: And to me, if you're Cincinnati, you got to find a way to get Joe Mixon and them involved out of the backfield Bingo. in the passing
2: game. Hey, Ward, I was just about to ask Coach White over here. If they're going to blitz blitz me and they're going to come with a hard pass rush, don't I screen them to to the cows come home?
4: Yeah, well, you run the flare routes to the back out of the backfield, you hit the quick screen or the tunnel screen to your wide receivers, quick passes to get them involved and then get Joe Mixon back up inside, let him run in between the tackles. Mm-hmm. If they're going to try to do the tu- uh, the the slants outside or the twist Outside and inside, so you can might get him on the inside and pick up three or four yards just to keep them honest on those those quick pop passes. And then you, your tight end will be crucial if you can get the tight end involved. That offense can do some things against mm-hmm. this defense, but that's a big if. If you can get those three factors involved in your offense, you know the Bengals are going to have a chance.
2: I'm thinking that old if that old line just lets them come, lets that front four come, then that vacate the middle of the football field where we can just screen them. I I, I don't know. I mean. Here's what I do know: Joe Burrow's got to get the ball out of his hand, right? I mean, or or he's he's going to get battered and bruised. That's the best pass rush in the NFL, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's not even close. So he's got to throw the football
3: fast. He's going to have to. I mean, it's just a matter of finding the open spaces and getting the reads. Do you do you even
2: have an opportunity to 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 throw a deep ball? I in you know oh, no, he'll early. have some,
4: he'll have some opportunities. I just don't know where they'll come.
2: And and is it about completing them, or is it about letting you know that I'll throw them?
4: Well, uh, both. I mean, you know, if you complete them, that's that's really good. But, I mean, just being able to know that you have the opportunity to get the ball down the field. But that's what those tunnel screens and the draws to Mixon and hitting that tight end on a quick curl route or even even a seam route, that's what opens up that Mm -hmm. deep route. And if he can connect on those, then – hang on, we got a game, because he'll be able to throw the ball down the field, step up into the pocket, and have a little bit of time because they're going to have to do something defensively to try to slow that down.
2: Just thought I'd mention that the Super Bowl's this Sunday, by the way. Well, well thank uh, you for th- mentioning I'm, I, I'm here for you guys. I, I, I thank am. you. I mean, I just want you to know that. All right, 7.57. Let's, uh, let's jump back into our Baylor conversation. Fresh back from the Little Apple in Manhattan, Kansas, here's John Morris with today's Baylor Beat.
7: It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears.
8: Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, double wins for Baylor men's and women's basketball for Kansas State. We'll give you details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. <laughs>
17: After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery.
10: Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today
7: at tfbinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the Voice of the Bears.
8: And welcome back. It was Baylor over Kansas State times two last night. First for the 10th-ranked Baylor women playing in the Ferrell Center against K-State, trying to avenge a loss in Manhattan earlier in the season. They were all over the Wildcats winning 95-50 the final score. Baylor nearly had four players with 20 or more points for the first time in program history. Jordan Lewis led the way with 24, and Alyssa Smith had 22. Queen Agbo and Sarah Andrews had 19 apiece in the victory. The Baylor women now will host West Virginia this Saturday at 5 p.m. in the Farrell Center. Meanwhile, the Baylor men in Manhattan, Kansas, taking on Kansas State. The game was tied at 34 at halftime, but Baylor pulled away for a 15-point win, 75-60, the final score. After the game, head coach Scott Drew, Coach, congratulations! What a uh, what a great second half by you guys tonight.
12: Well, I, I can tell you, um, first half I, I thought there were some things that call them self-inflicted wounds, things that we just didn't execute. Uh, um, and you know what? Sometimes that happens, especially come off a, a game like we had against Kansas and a little more hesitant maybe a little more doubtful and uh the good thing is uh we were able to tie him into the half and i think everybody felt uh second half if we executed um we could do we could do a much better job and uh i thought um getting stops getting out in transition um john dale really stepped up today uh off the bench and played played tremendous for us and uh i thought they gave us a big lift and that's why people ask about depth i mean it's not your. It's not your night every night. So that's why you got to have depth. You got to have different people who can step up and make plays. And uh, um, definitely, uh, those two were huge tonight. And defensively, we were really good throughout the game. Uh, again, a couple breakdowns, but to hold them to thirty-eight percent. And uh, this is a team that did one, two in a row, was playing well. And um, I thought James did a good job. Uh, we were able to draw a couple fouls on Noel Early, and that that affected uh, them as well. So that was huge.
8: Scott Drew and the Bears pick up their 20th win of the season last night in Manhattan. They're 20 and 4 overall. They're 8 and 3 in Big 12 conference play following a 75 60 win over Kansas State. Next up for the Baylor men hosting Texas Saturday morning at 11 in the Farrell Center. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris.
7: Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas.
8: The Baylor women back home in the Farrell Center Saturday, hosting West Virginia. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. It's a 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday for Baylor West Virginia. This
7: season, join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas.
2: Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive-through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas Taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home.
1: From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
2: Just after 8 o'clock, welcome back in. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. We're brought to you in part... This morning by Pro Star Rental. Uh, Let's talk some Baylor women's basketball. We welcome in the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith. And and, and Derek, good morning. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much. What a night last night.
13: Absolutely. Well, good morning to you all. And uh, thanks for having me on. Great to visit with you. And it was a great night. And I'll tell you this, as you guys probably know, it was welcome to have a game in which Baylor was able to uh, just uh, jump out to a big lead after three really intense games last week. They lost Oklahoma, and then the two wins. They bounced back against Texas and played so well. It was fun to see them just come out and dominate, and uh, they really did. Um, jumping out you know, to a big lead at halftime and extending it, a season-high 95 points, and uh, what I particularly liked was they uh, had 30 assists on 35 shots, so they were really sharing the ball well.
4: Derek, what was the big difference in this game for the Bears? Was it just they were more comfortable in their offense and what they were trying to accomplish there?
13: You know, I think, you know, you could when you compare it to that first game these two teams played, um, Baylor was, you know, you don't want to make excuses, but I do think that COVID had an impact on the team. They had seven active players, and several of them were on their way to uh, testing positive the very next day. So, I think that had an impact, but also Baylor's playing better. You know, just across the board, Baylor's playing better basketball than they were in December and uh, at that stretch into early January. Um, I think we saw like last night and then the two wins against Texas, Baylor has become more comfortable in adjusting to game plans that Coach Dickey and the staff put together for them. They're becoming more multifaceted. They can win a, a tough, gritty game against Texas on a Sunday and then turn around and go out there and, I wouldn't quite say run and gun, but they were out running, they were getting good shots, they were hitting from downtown, they were getting it done in the paint. Uh, Across the board, I think Baylor's becoming more comfortable in the system that uh, Coach Nicky and the staff have brought here.
3: Derek Queen comes away with a double-double last night. Is she getting back on track to being the player that we're used to seeing?
13: You know I think she uh she is you know, she had a um she dealt with foul trouble against Texas, which slowed her down, but the coaching staff said her impact on the game when she was in there was pretty impressive in fact uh, Baylor was uh, plus sixteen and plus minus in fourteen minutes she was in the game, even though on Friday her stats weren't that great. It seems like her mindset has continually uh improved she's realizing the impact that she can have on the game, and we've seen uh, in big twelve play now 11 games, and I think uh, eight of them, she's been in double figures and there's several double-doubles in there, and if she comes in with that mindset that she's going to dominate and affect the game, she's really uh, such a key piece for the Bears and when she brings that I mean, you see what happens. Baylor's a really good team with that, and I think she's moving more towards that uh, week by week.
2: And Derek, she's she's a kid that that Nikki Collins has to have on the floor for extended minutes. Last night, she was thirty plus, and that's what that's what Nikki Collins got to have out of her, isn't it?
13: Yeah, that that's true. You have to avoid foul trouble, and you know, with seven players in the rotation, right. one of them is limited. Obviously, that. Uh, that that makes it difficult, and in particular her, because she's so athletic. She she can alter uh, teams' approaches when they get inside the paint. She's great at protecting the rim, and you know we've seen her lately even more so than normal. I think high point, a lot of rebounds. She's got a great leaping ability, and almost like a a wide receiver high point and a deep ball. She's uh, a lot lately gone up and got those boards that really no one on the team can do it quite like she can.
4: When you look at this team, what is the biggest asset for them moving forward and trying to just get the consistency you were talking about?
13: You know, I think it's for them game in and game out, they have to be you know, they have to execute the game plan, they need to avoid foul trouble, and they need to really continue to be multifaceted. You know, I think there is a This team is developing into something that's not reliant on what's just at the post. It's not reliant on what they do downtown. They have to be ready to let one feed off the other. And that's what I think we've seen with Baylor having won eight of their last nine games. There's been a few games where they've really bombed from downtown. There's been a few games when they've dominated in the post. But a lot of the wins have been a pretty good balance of that. And last night was a good example.
3: Derek, last night you know it wasn't a close game, but they're Baylor's going to be in close games as the season goes on, especially when we get into March. And in order for championship teams to to win, it's it's you got to be consistent at the charity stripe. And I think Baylor has been really successful as of late. What has gone into that? What have you seen from the Lady Bears when it comes to hitting free throws?
13: Well, they've been doing that very well as of late. Obviously, I mean up uh, up near ninety percent in the last three ball games in those two Texas games um executing the free throw line was pivotal in those wins some of it's just work some of it's just the players have been putting the work in uh there was a game against Missouri back in December where they struggled at the line and actually gave Missouri a shot to tie which if they hit their free throws they wouldn't have had that opportunity Baylor held on to win but uh you dodged a bullet in that case and they've put in a lot of work since then and gotten better and I think you know there's maybe no better example of that than Queen Egbo, who is off the top of my head, she's just shy of eighty percent, but she's hovered around a fifty percent being fifty percent free throw shooter her whole career, and uh, she's improved dramatically. And it's just just the work that they put in.
2: Let's uh, switch gears for a second, Derek. Uh, we're a little over a week, and in uh, and, and it's baseball time. Steve Rodriguez and the Bears welcoming in Maryland uh, on the eighteenth.
13: <laughs> Absolutely, I. Hard to believe we're already in mid-February, but I'm excited to get out there and uh, and see this team. And we actually had a couple of luncheons in the past week, you know, that Doug Furch and Paul Thorpe and the alumni crew put on. And it's fun hearing him talk about the team. You could tell Coach Rod is enthusiastic about a group coming back with seven returning starters. Um, Tyler Thomas, your ace pitcher, and a number of good arms. It's funny in the past. Baylor has been set at catcher position and set in the bullpen with all the old guys in the pen and Shay Langoliers and Andy Thomas. This year, the roles are reversed. Now you've got a lot of returning experience all over the infield and outfield and the starting rotation, but the bullpen and catching spots are open. There's going to be a lot of opportunities for some players he's high on to get some playing time there.
2: Well, man, I know you're going to be busy over the next few weeks. Uh, we 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 wish you the very best, and, and man, thanks for the time today and and, and continued success with uh, with everything that's going on between baseball and women's basketball.
13: It's it's a lot of fun. It's a fun time of year. It's busy, but uh, you can't beat uh, all the chances to watch uh, Baylor out there and get some wins, hopefully. So, I, great to talk to
7: you guys.
2: Talk to you soon, Derek. Thanks. That's uh, Derek Smith, the uh, the voice of the uh, Baylor women's basketball team and Baylor baseball. Uh, again, guys. You win by 45. <laughs> Holy smokes. And now they'll welcome in West Virginia on Saturday afternoon. And uh, this team is, I mean, this team is playing well. You got to like where the Baylor women are right
10: now.
4: They are. And, you know, it's kind of coming together. They've, they've gone through, as Derek pointed out, the COVID situation. Uh, they're going through a, a change in philosophy, a change in, you know, the program of of moving in a different direction. And so – You know, that takes some time as well. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of contributing factors to, you know, why you look at this team and say, well, what's going on with this team right now? This is not what we're accustomed to, but I think they've done a really good job of, of adjusting and being able to fight through some of those things. And, you know, this is when you want to peak. And if this is an indication that they're starting to peak at the right time, this is the time of year you'd much rather be, you know, starting to figure it out right now than back in November or October.
3: I think you nailed it with the chemistry, and this is something where if COVID wouldn't have happened, Baylor probably would have been playing at this caliber three weeks ago, two or three weeks Mm -hmm. ago, you know, and and having that time to gel, it's really important. And I think the future is bright. And I think also getting humbled a little
2: bit, losing some of those big 12 games, it's kind of benefited them because it provided a spark that they needed. And and figuring out how to play with seven, and that's what they've done. But Mm -hmm. stop and think about it now. They are one game out of first place. Yeah. And – it wasn't that long ago you looked at the standings and in you know with that zero and two start and they were in last place and you're like this just looks weird. That I know is. it's two games in, but it just looks weird to see when you look at the standings to see that. But that's where they were, and I'm telling you, it, 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 if if wherever they end up, go back and circle that Kansas game in Lawrence. That's a game. Let's just be honest. That's a game they should not have won. No. They should not have won that game. I mean, but they figured out a way. They found a way, uh, and, and you, they walked out of that gym with a W, and that got the corner turned, in my opinion, and, and got, them going, got them going north mm-hmm. instead of south. It did. Uh, and and again, I'll, I watched that game, and, and you're like, okay, I just saw it, and I still am not real sure how this – but but it was that kind of you know but mm-hmm. you got to have one you i mean do. sometimes you know look you had covid you you got a, a a thin roster you got a new staff you got a new system there was a lot of things going on you had players leave i mean yeah. you're having to adjust so, it's a totally different change so they got it done and, and now and now this team's playing well and, and i stopped to think about okay well they they made it through covid and now things are are, are looking good that sound kind of sound familiar to a year ago on the on the other side where they had a where they had a little covid situation and and then on the other side of that covid situation it was a little bumpy with the legs getting back under them and then all of a sudden boom
4: yeah it couldn't I don't think it could have came at a better time for the bears last year because it kind of leaned up into that Big 12 tournament got mm-hmm. them a chance to you know bow out of that Big 12 tournament early get their legs back under them And then they made that huge run. And And I I think that helped them make that
2: huge run. And by knowing that everybody was playing in one location, Indianapolis, they were able to go, okay, let's go practice. Yep. And boy, howdy, did did it all work out well. All right, it is uh, 8.13. We're 13 minutes after 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. From the Allen Samuel Studios, Tom Garrett and Ward. We're glad you're with us. And we're right back with more in just a moment.
6: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Point. Another mild day in store here in Central Texas. More of a southerly wind and high pressure on top of us, and that means highs today climbing to 73 degrees with lots of sunshine. Clear skies tonight. We drop to 38 and mostly sunny tomorrow with highs topping out at 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Matt Mosley.
1: Weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I'm not saying he hasn't been critical of coaches at times, but for him to be that overt, you know, saying
13: it's
14: a pet peeve, it seems to be almost a direct reaction to what Mike McCarthy was saying the other day. Like, hey, we're going to work on this the offseason. Oh, this is going to be something we get get
1: done. Well, he didn't like hearing that. Jerry didn't, and he was pretty direct with it. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m on ESPN Central Texas.
9: This is your 54th District Judge, Susan Kelly. Appointed to the court by Governor Greg Abbott, I've worked hard to manage and move the docket even during COVID. Board certified in criminal law by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and past president of the Waco Bar Association, you can be sure I apply the rule of law and deliver justice for all. Early voting starts February 14th, so be my valentine and vote for justice. Keep Judge Kelly
10: political ad paid for by Susan Kelly from a Clinton County Judge Campaign. Hey,
11: this is Jake from State Farm. Since I'm all about being a good neighbor, I want to let you know that some other car insurance companies are increasing their rates in your state, so it's a good time to check your latest bill. But don't worry. If your bill's gone up and your budget's busted, switch to State Farm for surprisingly great rates. Problem solved. For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor... State Farm is there. Call or visit statefarm.com for a quote today.
18: Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for your home or office. Western art and pictures, purses, talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. Financing is available. Apply today by texting one six one one eight two 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 four six two. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco.
2: 8.17, 17 minutes after 8 o'clock. Diana's asking on the CNC Collision Center text line, how many games have you guys attended? I've attended several. Uh, was not there last night. We were working here in the building, but uh, I've attended several, uh, both men's and women's uh basketball game, especially in conference play after uh you know, after we got through our all, all of our high school football stuff and all that. But uh, uh there you go. Corey uh on the C and C Collision Center Text line. I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl. It's a great lineup, but no one will will uh ever beat Michael Jackson's show or Whitney Houston's national anthem. I agree one hundred. Um, well that was a great anthem, wasn't it?
4: Yeah I, the Michael Jackson show was unbelievable.
2: This is disturbing. Jeff from AutoZone says, "I have seen six different leaks on Super Bowl commercials. Come I on, man! Seen it.
3: I, I haven't seen oh. any, but I don't really watch regular TV that often, right? So I'm not sure. I, I what channel is he seeing these on? I,
4: I don't know. I don't know if they're seeing them on TV or the internet.
3: That's a good question. Well, too. that's a
2: good point. That's a good point. Uh so yeah, I, I, I don't know, but you know, and I, have, I, I, I haven't I, run across them on either one, but I'm." You
4: know, most stuff I watch on TV is DVR'd. Right. I don't watch much
2: live TV yeah. at all. See, I watch live TV, but I don't watch a lot of network stuff. I watch a lot of the. I say network. I'm talking about you know the big the, four. The local, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I watch a lot of the you know, <laughs> you know what's going on in 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 Alaska and all those those educational type programs. Right. I love those things. You yeah. know, most, Mountain most, Men.
4: Most of the stuff I watch is dvr even a lot of the games i watch i dvr because i go back and watch them but i i just you know when i found the dvr to be so more us i you know you can sit down and watch an hour show in Mm -hmm. about 40 minutes because Mm -hmm. you fast forward through all the commercials so yeah i that's how it is for
2: me i I love like that mountain men i love that show (laughs) all that kind of stuff man Mm -hmm. uh you know uh so that that's kind of the stuff that that I watch. And then what's the cooking show? I love that cooking show. Top Chef. Top Chef, man. You ever watch Top Chef? I have not. No. Holy moly, you got to watch Top Chef. <laughs> I have not watched that one. Don't know why I like it, but I like it. Okay? Uh, 8.20, 20 minutes after 8 o'clock. Uh, Super Bowl. F- now, will you watch the Super Bowl? Did, did I mention that it's coming up Sunday? Yes. Okay. I, will, Sunday. will you watch it? I mean, yes. it's, it's network no.
4: television. I will absolutely watch it. I'll make the sacrifice to turn <laughs> will, on network television will, for that. Will <laughs> you now? I will have it DVR, but I will watch it as well.
2: W- will you? So, do you like going to a restaurant or a club no. or bar? Do you like going to a party, a friend's party, where there's fifteen or twenty of you sitting around watching the game? We, we used to
4: always have a Super Bowl party, but we haven't done it in the past few years. Um, so yeah,
2: I I will just. Sit down and watch it myself here's what i here's what i have found if you're going to watch the game intently it's hard to do that in a group because there's conversations going on and then you know you're 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 in a, a conversation with somebody and, and you miss stuff and i mean I, if you're just if you want to watch the game and and get locked into the game you better do it at home by yourself. At least that's the way I look at it. Uh, and then they kick off so late, you know. I, I want to be on my couch because when the post game's over, what it's ten o'clock. Time to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. Get horizontal and yeah, ride it out. So, I mean, how will you? How will you? See, do they it? ought to have a Super Bowl
3: on a Saturday. That would be ideal. Yeah, wouldn't
2: that a be big great? Saturday night thing. It, and, and yeah, you could, yeah, you could start it there. And absolutely that. You know what, Ward, you need to get a hold of somebody. Yeah, that, gonna that's going to work. you has like, got all those connections. And we'll call it Super Saturday instead of Super Sunday. I mean, Sunday, you have all Sunday to recover. Yeah. Most people are going to get
3: smashed. Some
2: do. Some don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm with you. I mean, then, then those parties make a little more sense on Saturday night as they do Sunday night. But So how will you do it this year? I mean, I, I haven't decided exactly how this is going to go down, but I, I'm thinking at least by halftime, if I do go to a friend's house or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm thinking by halftime, I'm, I'm back at, at the house, hunkered down so we can finish watching it because we got to be up here so early. Right. I, I
4: will be at home. I've already got food bought and ready to go, so I will be
3: at the house. I will as well. It's actually our anniversary. So we're gonna get some Super crawfish. Super Sunday is? Yeah, I'm gonna get some crawfish and just chill. Huh. So you
2: got married The day before. Wow. Yep. There you go. So man, you've 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 got some pressure. Not really. You you've gotta come no through. You gotta co- yeah, he does, doesn't he, Ward. He he may not know it, but he's got some pressure. Nah. Nah, it's all good. No pressure. Here. All right. All right. <laughs> Until you fail, <laughs> then you're going to go, you know what? You guys are right. Uh, Corey says he saw those 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 commercials on the internet. There you go.
3: That makes sense. Yeah, because you're definitely going to get leaks on the internet.
2: But how are they doing it? How are they getting their hands on it? Dude, if you
1: can,
3: yeah, you you can, can hack anything. anything.
4: Nowadays. You can get anything you want nowadays. I'm you're- glad I haven't seen them yet. Yeah. But now that Corey said they're out there, guess what? I'll you're, probably you're gonna do? have
3: them
2: pop up on your phone. I can
3: add.
4: Everybody's listening.
2: Hang on a second. Oh, we we got to vote for Saturday. Jr. just sent us on the just hit us up on the CNC Collision Center text line. Jr. says, "I want it on Saturday, so when football when my football squares hit, I can go collect and go to the bar afterwards. I mean, that's legit. That's he should be uh, able to make sense. That. So there is now this conspiracy to have it moved to Saturday. I don't know what would call it a conspiracy, but it's an uprising. We got an uprising. Either yeah. that or make it like a holiday on Monday where n-
3: nobody does nothing for most people. Yeah. Well, it's Cincinnati it is. Well, yeah, the
2: schools are closed. <laughs> that's awesome. School I, I, it is. It, the schools are closed on 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 Monday in 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 Cincinnati, but you know, that's a good point. You, but here's the thing. You're going to have you're going to have people calling in sick. Mm-hmm. After the Super Bowl, and then a couple of months later, you're gonna have people calling in sick for uh for March Madness. Those first two days, that Thursday Friday thing, there's gonna be so many COVID cases around that time. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but Thursday and Friday of of the NCAA tournament, there will be. <clears throat> I can't come to work, right? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it is every year. Yeah, so that that'll be interesting to see how that all how that all goes down. Uh, so you you're saying you you want you want to leave it on Sunday but you want to have Monday as a national holiday? I mean no, I'm down for having it on Saturday. But if you're going to leave it on Sunday, make make
3: Monday a national. The NFL is big enough. The Super Bowl is big enough to make Monday a national
2: holiday. You could do it. You, you could can do it. Now, you know, we would have to still come up and, yeah. and 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 do our deal, but you know, the the normal people would not have to. And they would enjoy it. I would like to see it on Saturday. That's just my opinion. You know what? I, I'm not opposed to it because there's no college football. You're not you're right. not conflicting with anything. Mm-hmm. You could you can kick it like you normally do around four thirty or five five thirty, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. So college basketball, you could make sure that most of the college basketball games are played during the day, or you could flip college basketball and give college basketball all day Sunday. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of them already there, <laughs> but I get your point. Yeah, uh, you could do that. And I kind of like the Saturday. You've given them two weeks off. So what is there a big difference in preparation between Saturday and Sunday? No, no none, none, none. So, hey, I'm liking the Saturday thing. So why hasn't that been discussed before, you think? I'm sure it has. I, I mean, yeah, but I'm talking about seriously discussed. I know we're joking around about it.
4: But. Uh, because Sunday's
3: football. Yeah. That's really all it comes down to.
2: But is it everyday football now? I mean, you got Monday night football, Thursday night football, you got Saturdays and Sundays after college is over. The NFL finds every window they can find.
4: Yeah, but still, this is a tradition.
2: It is. Like none other.
4: Mm hmm.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice. Never well played. <laughs> All right. I was wondering, I mean a thousand well one, thousand two. I was <laughs> anybody coming in on that deal? All right. Uh 826. Uh, we're gonna switch gears, talk a little high school athletics. We're gonna do it with our good friend Bryce Cherry at the Waco Tribune. Harold, we'll do that next, right here on ESPN Central Texas
1: recently on Game Time. We are
2: joined by Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12.
0: I think Chris Beard is right when he says this is life, this is what happens, things change. I think the fans are right to be mad at him because there's arguments that Texas Tech is a better basketball situation than Texas is. I think everybody here has a claim that they're right about, and I thought it made for an awesome atmosphere.
1: Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
14: Why do liberals hate Josh Teton's? Is it because Josh Tetons is the most conservative candidate in the race for district attorney? Maybe it's because Josh Tetons has the unanimous support of law enforcement organizations in McLennan County, including endorsements from Sheriff Parnell McNamara, the Waco Police Association, and the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County. It could be because Josh Tetons is the only candidate for district attorney who has pledged to fight the radical left's effort to defund the police and turn our streets into a war zone. Or maybe it's because Josh stands strong for election integrity and prosecuting election fraud in our county. So why do liberals hate Josh Tetons? Because he's a strong conservative Republican. In the Republican primary, send a message that we support law and order conservatives here in McLennan County. Vote for Josh Tetons for district attorney. I'm Josh Tetons, the conservative Republican candidate for McLennan County District Attorney. And I approve this message because it's time we had a
8: district attorney who supports law enforcement in our county.
1: At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center.
14: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Ruth Top Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254 730 ruth at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. A well, good night for Waco College basketball. The Baylor men went on the road to Kansas State 70 to 60. The Baylor women defended home court at the Farrell Center against Kansas State 95-50. Meanwhile, at the Highlands gym, MCC pulled off the double feature victory. The High Lassies built a 15-point lead in the first quarter and held on for a 70-60 win over Weatherford. The Highlanders got 17 points from Diego Gonzalez to beat Weatherford 74-57. The UConn women lost to Villanova 72-69 to stop a winning streak of 145 consecutive conference games.
1: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Alan Samuel Studios.
2: It's uh, 830. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Garrett. Glad to have you with us. We're brought to you in part by Goodfeet in the Central Texas Marketplace. See what a free art support fitting can do for you. Uh, Ward, uh, Jeff has a uh, Jump back on the CNC Collision Center text line. He said, "If you Google Super Bowl commercials for this year, it will show you." I'm right. not doing it. I want. I, that's part of the deal for me. Is I love seeing the Super Bowl commercials. I do too. So uh, I will try to refrain. Yeah, I'm, but I'm Not to. promising anything. Well, see, I, I shouldn't even have told you. I should not have even told you. But <laughs> I, I will refrain. I mean, I will. I, I, I for me, the commercials. Are as entertaining as the halftime show.
4: Well, that was part of the deal when you had the Super Bowl parties or when we all had the Super Bowl parties. Yeah. Everybody would be talking, and then, you know, the game going on, and, and you're having a good time. Right. But when they went to break and the commercial was coming on, everybody stopped down. Yeah. You know, everybody free. Oh, wait, commercial. I always thought that was a little bit humorous that, you know, even the wives would Dead say, silence. Hey, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. All of a sudden, it's dead silence, and everybody's gathered around the TV, and it's a dadgum commercial. There you go. All
2: right, uh let's welcome in from the Waco Tribute Herald Mr. Bryce Cherry. Bryce, good morning. How, Bryce, by the way, did you know Sunday was Super Bowl Sunday? We're going to have a big football game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I would heard something about
2: that. <laughs> we just thought we'd pass it along. All right. Uh for you, is it is it the commercials or is it halftime? What what do you what's what's more important to you? Minus the game and and all that fun stuff, but the commercials or the halftime show?
0: Uh, definitely the commercials. Uh, I've never really cared about the halftime show. Halftime seems like a good time to uh, reload your uh, your your plate, maybe. And, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I, there's been a lot of the, the halftime shows I haven't even watched. Um, uh, so yeah, I I, I I like the
2: commercials probably. I, I, I'm with you. Uh, hey, I don't think we've had a chance to talk since since realignment. What was just your overall impressions of uh, of UIL realignment last week?
0: I thought you know pretty good news all around for uh, for Central Texas. I mean, I don't think there were necessarily a lot of you know quote unquote losers in realignment. Uh, we always actually used to do a thing where we would. Uh, we kind of pick three winners and three three losers, basically of, of realignment. But I think, uh, you know, a lot of the local schools around here benefited. I mean, you know, I think Midway, Waco High, University are all in uh, districts that you know favor them a little bit more in terms of just um, schools that are a little bit more like them and uh that you should be able to compete with. And then, you know, I think some schools like uh Chilton and Bremont, they got out of March district. <laughs> that's uh that's a, a bonus right there, you know. I mean, so I, I like I said, I think all across the board, uh, you know, pretty pretty good news from, from the realignment date.
4: How tough is that La Vega China Spring district going to be now?
0: Yeah, really tough. Uh you know, a couple state champions there. I mean, well, I, I, if you look at that district, I think the, several teams have won state championships. You know, the last few years. So, yeah, that that'll be a tough, tough league. Uh, but there's always some districts like that where you know you have the quote unquote district of doom or whatever. <laughs> um, and you know, another one that comes to mind is, I mean, you got two. Uh, defending 3A state champions in the same district in, in that Lorena Franklin district.
2: Yeah, district 11 out of uh, region 3 and 3A. <laughs> you're exactly right. That was I, I looked at that and went, "Wow, you you if, you know, if you survive that thing, uh you're you're probably guaranteed a deep run."
0: Yeah, no doubt. You're going to you're going to have a, a battle-tested squad when you come out of there cause, uh, and, and really, you know, The fifth place team might be pretty good and and sitting at home.
2: Yep. You know, you mentioned the district of doom, and and, and I'll say this after following Midway and following Wake Ohio the last couple of years, I I always felt like, even though it was a competitive disadvantage, I mean, and it was, let's just be honest, uh, but I always felt like we were kind of visitors to their district. Uh, and now, with with looking at where Midway has been placed in Six A and Waco High and Five A, you kind of feel like you're back home with people that you're familiar with.
0: Oh, absolutely! It's it's a it's a big bonus from a travel perspective. I mean, um, you know, you're not every trip isn't an hour and a half anymore. I mean, you have some some closer trips and and like you said, some familiar teams that you've been with before. I mean that's why I thought that there was a pretty good chance that, that Midway would end up going south and um you know, just because of history. Like more often than not, they're gonna put uh you with, you know, the teams that are closest to you. And that was, you know, the Temples and, and Cove and Harker Heights of the world.
4: Basketball getting ready to start the playoffs for the girls in, you know, Waco University Loses to Joshua, but they're still in the playoffs. It, ha, what is the team to watch for you on the girls' side as we enter this uh, first week of the playoffs in by district?
0: Well, you got to start with La Vega on that one. I mean, the uh, Lady Pirates are just, you know, rolling right now, um, picking up steam. I mean, they, they have uh, just kind of killed everybody in district. Um, by, you know, double digits. Uh they they really never stop pressing in the game, <laughs> uh which <laughs> that's a that's a headache for opponents. I mean, you know, you're going to you're going to wear a lot of teams down even when they have some some little lulls offensively where, you know, they might kind of suffer some shooting woes for for a few minutes. I mean, I saw a game where Uh, they had probably a, you know, four or five minute drought of of scoring and yet they still won by, you know, 30, 40 points because, uh, eventually they're going to, they're going to turn you over and you're going to, you know, they're going to get layups because they just, like I said, keep coming at you. And so, yeah, they're, they're tough. They, they definitely will have a shot at, at making state. They were a regional finalist last year, um, and I guess the other one I should start with is Fairfield because uh I know they're a little, you know, kind of on the fringe of our area, I guess, but we, we still cover Fairfield and uh that's a team that's going for its third straight uh state tournament burst.
3: Bryce, I want to switch gears on you a little bit. Uh as a Houston fan, what are your thoughts on the hire of Lovey Smith and what are if you're Lovey, what is your first step there with everything that's going on?
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I I'll say this. So I I really like Lovey. Um in terms of I like Lovey as a person. Um and I think he's had some good teams in the NFL. He's also had some bad teams. I mean a lot of you know, a lot of coaching is just you know who what kind of personnel you have on the field. They've still got a long way to go in that regard. But this is what I'll say about the Texans. They're not going anywhere until they sort of clean house at the top. They're they're maybe the most mismanaged uh franchise in sports right now. <laughs> I mean, they are just a mess. Um and a lot of Texans fans really don't like Jack Easterby. He's the, the vice president, started out as like a, a chaplain uh in the NFL. Um and, and sort of a, I don't know, character coach or something like that. He's He's been around. I mean, and he's, um, you know, was building a pretty good uh, reputation. In, you know, he was with the Patriots for a while. But uh, Texans fan, not a big fan of Jack Easterby because they feel like he's sort of got maybe a little too much power, a little too much say, and he doesn't have enough maybe football acumen. Um, <clears throat> and I tend to agree with that. So yeah, I just I just feel like they're very mismanaged, and, and they just make some some weird you know moves that uh, like to me the DeAndre Hopkins one was was you know right up there at the top. It basically got nothing for one of the best receivers in the NFL.
2: Talking with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald, and let, let's stay on that professional uh, uh, professional mark here. Bryce, are we going to have Major League Baseball? When major League Baseball is supposed to start,
0: I think uh that's a good question because you still you know you still want a little time to you know have some spring training some some uh you know some lead in time basically, and obviously they're up against it in terms of that um so they gotta get something done pretty quickly. I feel like um we will have baseball. Uh and you know whether it's a full season or not that 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 is a great question and I, like I said, I think they're they're running out of time a little bit, and it's starting to uh, to feel a little more acrimonious um I know I've seen you know comments by the players like, why don't they just accept it already? you know just uh, you know we're giving them all this and um that's the way these negotiations go, you know, nobody wants to bend so um, yeah. But haven't some, they
2: learned their lesson after the last work stoppage where it nearly destroyed the game?
0: Yeah, you would think so, but I mean, so many of them weren't really even around in terms of like the players. I mean, uh, so this is all kind of new to them and um, and I get, I get fighting for, you know, uh, what you think is important and all that. I mean, I get that, but uh, to the detriment of the game, I mean, that's that's not a good thing. Uh, And that's what they're doing. They're turning people off again.
4: What, what would it do to baseball if, if they don't start on time or if they have a stoppage to where they're not playing baseball at all this year? I mean, does that, does that close the book on the game?
0: I don't know if it closes the book on the game. Obviously baseball is resilient. (laughs) Um, It's been around a while, but uh, I will say, I mean, to me, the modern sports fan, uh, you know, it's not—it doesn't hold the same sway as it used to. I mean, um, you know, a lot of people don't view baseball like, like maybe they did, you know, when they were kids or, or just, you know, previous generations, I should say. I mean, uh, you know, there was a time where baseball and, and maybe boxing were you know the sports in the United States. And, and now it's football. I mean there's no question about it. Um, football drives the conversation, drives the viewers and, and baseball is, is you know kind of down the list. And so when you uh, do something to alienate you know the fan base that you're trying to attract, uh, yeah, you're going to lose some fans and some you're not going to get back.
2: Bryce, uh, what are you what are you guys working on for the trip uh, over the next couple of days? Uh,
0: as you mentioned, uh, you know play, girls' playoffs are coming up. I'll have a, a story to kind of preview uh, that, um, which um, is going to focus on. It's going to really be a feature story on uh, universities' coaching tandem. They have uh, Trey Lloyd, of course, that coaches uh, over there, but. Uh, He's coaching with his dad. uh, Isn't that great? Yeah, I know. It's awesome. So just talking to them about, you know, that kind of relationship. And then uh, another thing to keep an eye out for uh, that we'll have coming up is a a preview of the uh, high school softball season. Um, That starts on Monday as well. Uh, And then a week later, we'll kind of do the same thing where uh, we'll preview the boys. Basketball playoffs, and we'll preview high school baseball. So, a lot of things, you know, going on. And you know, we didn't really even mention Baylor. I mean, obviously, a lot of Baylor basketball.
2: So, yeah, two big wins last night. No question yeah, about no, it.
0: No. yeah, big ones.
2: Bryce is always. It is a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Yep, yeah, thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. The uh, sports editor, of the Waco Tribune Herald, Bryce Jerry, and man, alive. Uh, a lot of stuff. You know what? Spring. People think that spring's kind of a kind of a slow-down time, school years. It's the busiest time of the year. You've got track and field. You've got golf. You've got tennis. There's all kinds of things going on in the spring. All right, uh, 844. We're 16 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll get to the grab bag. We'll do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas.
7: Scott Brew and the Bears all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The
8: Bears back home in the Farrell Center Saturday for a top 20 matchup with the Texas Longhorns. 10:30 a.m. for the countdown to tip off, 11 a.m. tip off Saturday.
10: Follow
7: the defending Big 12 and National Champion Bears the entire season with Pat and John right here on ESPN Central Texas.
2: Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive-through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas Taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home.
9: My house has a new glow, I love my windows, Universal
2: Windows Direct. Cold weather
4: is here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by ENERGY STAR for 8 consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews.
9: I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct.
13: Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Ginco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My
17: money, my future, my credit union.
10: Genco!
18: Waco cool Tacos in Downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month, the Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and Chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delicious. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco cool Tacos in Downtown Waco.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
14: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Roof Top Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254 730 ruth at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. A good night for Waco College basketball. The Baylor men went on the road to Kansas State 70 to 60. The Baylor women defended home court at the Farrell Center against Kansas State 95-50. Meanwhile, at the Highland's gym, MCC pulled off the double feature victory. The Highlanders built a 15-point lead in the first quarter and held on for a 70-60 win over Weatherford. The Highlanders got 17 points from Diego Gonzalez to beat Weatherford 74-57. The UConn women lost to Villanova 72-69 to stop a winning streak of 145 consecutive conference games.
1: SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas the grab bag on game time
2: all right time for the grab bag here at 849 we're 11 away from nine o'clock and, and we begin guys with uh with sad news tragic news uh, G- uh jeremy giambi a uh, former big leaguer and the brother of jason giambi has uh, passed away he died uh, yesterday <clears throat> excuse me in his uh in his, in his parents' home at the age of 47, uh, officers responded at around 1130 Pacific time to reports of uh, a medical emergency and found Giambi dead at his parents' home in Claremont, east of Los Angeles. Police, uh, have told the Associated Press and the, uh, Los Angeles County Coroner's Office will determine the, the cause of death, but, uh, you know, irregardless of the cause of death, uh forty seven years old and in in his life is over and that's you know tragic news for the Giambi family and the Oakland A's family and uh just it, it's a sad note. Just a sad note uh, for uh, uh for the Giambi family as Jeremy Giambi is dead at the age of forty seven. Uh, yeah, that's sad. Yeah.
4: That's tough to tough to swallow. And you know, he was part of that
2: Oakland A's team
4: what in the early two thousands? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well you know, what was it the the Derek Jeter flip, you know, on the throw and they got him at home and he didn't slide and, you know, I, yeah, in the playoffs. And and if you watch Moneyball, uh, he's you know, he's one of the, the players that they talk about in Moneyball. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah. Uh, let's see, what else is going on? Big 12, the Big 12 Conference Wednesday fined the Texas Longhorns $25,000 and issued a public reprimand, shame on you, as a penalty for fans storming the court after Texas beat Kansas on that big Monday. Give me a break. First of all, $25,000. Are, are they going to have to shut down the athletic department to pay that twenty five
4: k? No, they'll go to the gumball machine and <laughs> get it out.
2: <laughs> I mean, you know, twenty five. dollars And here's the other thing. By fining Texas, I'm sure that, that every fan that was at the game that stormed the, 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 the court, they feel so bad that Texas has to pay this fine that they'll never do it again. No, it'll happen again. It's not a deterrent. Who if he, cares if they storm the court? Well, yeah, I don't. I, I agree silly. to 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 a certain. Now, if it gets to the point to where the opponents can't get off the floor and, and that kind of stuff, but give them a give them a second to get to get off the floor, and then let them go have their fun. It's a college basketball game. The
3: the thing to me is you mentioned this ward. You said Arkansas got fined two hundred and fifty thousand. Two hundred
4: fifty thousand dollars
3: must
2: not have been their first offense. Then
3: you know, no,
4: it is. That's the SEC oh, really? rule.
3: Oh, no,
2: is it? So yeah. that's ridiculous. Two fifty, and 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 again, everybody everybody that was there has to go back to the to the arena and and, and donate five bucks to help. That it's, ain't happening. it's not a deterrent. No, it's not. It absolutely. It's isn't. It's going to happen again. Let Arkansas beat a number one team in the country again, and watch the floor get stormed, or watch it, it happen on a football field. As it should. Yep. You know, unless it becomes incredibly dangerous, and I don't think it was, because I watched the Arkansas Auburn game, and I watched the Texas Kansas game. I've watched the. It was not. It wasn't anything. I, I don't. I don't get it. And if you don't want it to happen. Then you better you better do something prior to 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 ensure that it doesn't happen. But look, these what are you going to do? Build a fence? Well, that's the only thing you can that's do. I was thinking, put like, up that plexiglass plexi like Yeah, put up the plexiglass like hockey because uh, you're not coming on our floor. Uh, you know, there's a secret lock <laughs> to to get on and off the floor. I, I don't know. It.
3: Let them be college kids. Let
2: yeah, them have that's fun. the thing right there. Just let it happen. Who cares, man? Yeah, I, you know. Again, you know what if. if just make the announcement. Hey, look! I know you guys are coming on the floor. We don't care. Just let Blank University get out of here. Give right. them five minutes to get out of here, and then come have your party. Who cares? You ain't gonna wait. I'm sorry. You're, the kids ain't gonna wait around no. for five. Minutes. I mean, they stormed the football field at at at, at McLean. They they storm football fields. I mean, that's what they do.
3: And they it's run hard. out there they, and they
2: run around and look, what do they do? They jump up and down and they high five the players and, they and go, then they and then they go home. They do like FaceTimes and stuff. like that. Yeah, yeah, the- yeah. Well, that's exactly right. They do all that social media stuff and then they're done. And then they're done. I mean, what are you going to do? You're gonna you're gonna bring in nine hundred security guards and form in, <laughs> in the in the yellow jackets and and, and try to keep them off. The, heck, Arkansas tried. If you stop and remember, you know mm-hmm. they, they had those they had the security people and the ushers and those. Yeah, but I'm bailing if I'm one of those
4: security guys I, <laughs> Absolutely. and I see all these kids coming at me. Yeah, guess what? I'm, I'm dropping the rope. Step that, to the side. Yeah, that minimum wage is not keeping me on there. <laughs> I'm dropping
2: the rope and joining them. Yeah. <laughs> Go have some fun. That's nuts. Run, oh, jump up man. and down and take a selfie. Like a matador
3: <laughs> just spinning out of the way. <laughs> but
2: that's, I, I saw that this morning and I went, oh, come on. You got to be kidding me. Yeah. You, you got to. Because you're not going to stop it. You know, do you remember, you know, they now – look what they do sometimes at a football game. They'll collapse the goalposts so people aren't hanging on – because that could become dangerous.
4: Well, not only dangerous, it's expensive. Expensive, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, that's that's why they have the removable goalposts mm-hmm. now. And as yep. soon as the game's over, they get them out of there. They, yep.
2: dr- they drop those goalposts <laughs> and they're done. Yep, there's no question. But, you know, you're still not going to stop people from coming out onto the football field. I mean, there's 50,000 in a football stadium. And, well, I don't think you should. No, I, I agree. As long as it doesn't get, you know, crazy. And it's most of the time, they're just there to have fun mm-hmm. and express themselves and celebrate the win. Yep. You know, and, and and that's it. That's it. So, you know, hey, we know you're coming. Give us five minutes to get, you know, get our friends from blank university off the football field. Heck with
4: that. Just let them fend for themselves.
2: <laughs> <out> <laughs> yeah, until you have a problem. <laughs> I, I, you know. Because Again, eventually you're going to have a problem if
4: well, that's I, the case. How many problems have we had, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, they're not out there to be malice. They're yeah. out there just to celebrate. They don't care about the other team being there. And uh, it, I, let them be kids. Let them have fun. I mean, it's cost enough to go to school nowadays. <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> All right. So I just, I was just curious about the twenty-five thousand. So, <laughs> uh, well, I can't believe it's that little. And, and 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 the uh, and the public reprimand. Yeah, yeah. I, look, now, that's the one that would bother I, I me. I would have fans, a hard time I, sleeping I, at night. I
4: think all those fines and everything should just go
2: away. Just let them. I mean, it's not going to stop it. No, it's not. <laughs> you're finding the wrong people. <laughs> I mean, if you really want it to stop, then you're going to have to find the people that went running out there. And I, good know, luck with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I guess from now on, every ticket that you sell someone's got to put their name and social security number and i, mean, I don't know it's, it's ridiculous all right we got to go uh that is going to do it for us thanks for uh, being a part of the program thanks to kathy wood from the McLennan county 4-h and ffa and the uh, junior livestock show for being a part of the program don't forget the big The big show and sale tomorrow night over at the Expo Event Center. Uh, Thanks to Derek Smith and to Bryce Cherry for being a part of the program. We will do this again tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Don't forget John Morris, live from Morrison's Gifts this afternoon at 3 o'clock. We'll see you over there as well. Have yourself a great day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.